Good afternoon. This is Irene McGehe with the Struggles Real Prayer Room. And here we are on March the 16th, 2020 at 2.10 p.m. And we're doing uh, Beth Moore, Jesus, 90 Days with the One and Only. And we're on day... We're on day 71, and it's, and it's entitled Unmistakable. And so, and, it, and how the uh, streamings always start is before you begin. So let's grab our Bibles. Let's grab our Bibles right quick, okay? Yeah, let's grab our Bibles. So we're going to go over to Luke, Luke 21. And you, know, you guys know that's in the New Testament. Yes, Luke 21. All right, Luke 21, 5 through 28. Okay, 21, 5 to 28, and it says, And as many spake unto the temple how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said, as for these things which ye behold, the days will come in which there shall be left one stone upon another. They shall not be thrown down. And they asked him, saying, Master, when shall these things be? And what signs will they be when these things shall come to pass? And he said, Take heed, for thy be not deceived. For many shall come in my name. And saying, I am Christ. And the time draweth near, go ye not therefore after them. And when they shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified. For these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then said, then said he unto them, Nations shall arise against nations, the kingdom, kingdoms against kingdoms. Great earthquakes shall be in dividers' place, and famines and pestilence and fearful signs and great signs of shall there be from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you and deliver you up to the synagogues, and into prison, and being brought before king's rulers for my namesake. For it shall turn to you for a testimony. Settle it therefore in your heart not to meditate before what ye shall answer. For I will give you a mouth in wisdom, which all your adversaries shall be able to gainsay, not resist. And ye shall be betrayed, both by parents, brethren, kinfolk, friends, and some, ye shall they cause you to put, to put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for, the, for my name's sake. But there shall not be a hair on your head perish, and your patience possess ye your soul. And, will ye, and when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, they know that their desolation thereof is nigh. Then let them which in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in 
the countries entered thereunto. For these in the days and the vigilance that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are children, and to see them that are give suck in these days, for these shall be great distress, and the land and wrath unto the people. And they shall fail, fall by the sword, the edge of the sword, and shall be laid away, captive unto all nations, and Jerusalem shall be trotted down to the Gentiles, unto the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And when there, and there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, upon the earth, distress of the nations, and perplexity, the sea, and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing there for fear, and for looking after these things which are coming on earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then, sh and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up, and look up, up your head, for your redemption dwelleth nigh. And that was Luke 21, 5 through 28. And so what do we do next? We stop and consider. When these things begin to take place and stand up and look up your head because your redemption is near. Verse 28. What are some of the biggest questions about Christ's second coming? What would you love to know the answer to? Is it fair to ask questions like these if we may never receive the answer? Is it possible for a person to ask in curiosity and believe in faith all at the same time? I love etnology, a fancy word for end-time events. Few subjects are more exciting to study than the glorious future awaiting us. Just don't lose your head over it. Bible topics are not meant to become more focused, not even critical themes like holiness and service. Jesus is our focus. Remember, the enemy's primary goal is to disconnect us from the head. Colossians 2.19 describes the kind of person who becomes more interested in a spiritual thing than the spirit of Christ. He has lost connection with the head. That's why we must be very careful when dealing with exciting subjects like ecunology. Among the many facts we know about Christ's return, the one that is more clear is, is, is this one. It is very unmistakable. Luke 21, 27 tells the people will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Revelations 1, 6 also makes it clear that Christ's return to this earth will be impossible to miss. Look, he is coming with the cloud and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. With all the people of the earth will mourn because of him, so shall it be. Amen. If you carefully compare Luke 21, 7 with Matthew 24, 3, you will see that the disciples asked Jesus about two events. 
I believe disciples thought that they were asking one question. In reality, they asked about two events separated by a millennium. The destruction of the temple and the return of Christ. The temple was destro destroyed in 70 AD. We await Jesus' return today. I confess I would like to shake those disciples and tell them to ask better questions. Part of Jesus' discourse the events surrounding the destruction of the temple. Some of the words can be only can apply only at the second coming. Some leave us wondering, why do you suppose Jesus does, doesn't choose to be more clear about these events? Wouldn't you like to have a clear road map to the timetable? But whether or not we can we can answer all these questions, they come to our mind. You and I can be sure that we are living in an error on the kingdom candle, the kingdom calendar that will come climax with the visible return of Jesus Christ. It's unmistakable. Closing prayer. Alpha and the Omega. First and the last, the beginning and the end. I know that you're coming quickly and that your reward is with you to repay each person according to what they have done. Revelations 22:12-13. I know and for this I worship you and wait for you. Amen. I want to thank you for your time. And um, I encourage you to share with someone the goodness of God and how Jesus went to the cross for us all. I want you to share your personal testimony. I encourage you to go back and read all of the 21st chapter of Luke and, and study for yourself. And go back and, do, and read um, Colossians, the second chapter. I encourage you to read all of that. And go and read all of the 22nd chapter of Revelations. I encourage you to do that in your prayer time. But I want to thank you for joining us in this podcast. This is an exciting time. God is expanding. He's doing Acts 1-8. He's doing it each and every day. He's expanding. He's taking us to the world. Be blessed. Go in peace.